This is Behold, a VBC podcast. Our goal is to examine biblical truth that will better equip you to behold the glory of the Lord more fully in your daily life. And without further ado, here is the Behold podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Behold podcast. Today is January 11th, and just a fine afternoon or morning or evening or whenever you're here to join us for this this chunk of time. My name is Sean, and your name is? Charlie. And your name is? Dan. Wow. That's weird. You usually introduce me first, and then you introduce the guests. That was I know. That threw me off. It felt That's weird a- because you're so... I was going to say you're sick, but I don't want to give away that. I already let out of the bag. Dan's sick. Yeah. I'm, I mean, uh, you're going to be able to sell by the I'm way. Playing hurt. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing hurt today, folks. Yep. Uh, but don't worry, I'm 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 separated by uh, a, sh- a sheet of glass, actually two sheets of glass, and a lot of space. So I'm not I'm not infecting anybody. But I'm out here. This is how important the Behold podcast is to me. <laughs> wow. I I will be here, come hell or high water. That is why and, we're going to continue to proclaim. It, it's actually. Um, uh, pretty soggy out there too. When we, when I drove in, it's, it's it's a nice rainy rainy day, nice rainy week out there. Hope everyone's staying safe and dry. It was it was wild yesterday driving in. Yeah. That that it was like sheets of rain just like bashing the car. But like only crazy. for like a second. And it then would happen, like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, ah! and, then, and then it would clear up a little bit. <laughs> the and then it rainbows. And, oh, yeah. like, ah! Wow. I think it's kind of fun. I mean, hopefully everyone's doing okay. Safe. Yeah. 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 You, you get concerned, of course, but yeah, yeah we need it and. It's we don't get we don't get freak weather very often, so yeah. Yeah. it is it is fun. Wow. Uh, speaking of recent events, Dan, I hear you've been out and about a little bit. That's right, that's right. So the family and I, we had a wedding to do in Farmington, New Mexico. That's a kind of the northern part of the state near the Four Corners area. It's right around where we go to the Navajo Reservation up there in Arizona. In fact, we kind of drove through a lot of the. A lot of the the stuff that we see, Shiprock and yep. you know Edge Pizza or whatever Pizza Edge. I forget. Did you go there though? No, we don't. Oh. Go. I only saw it from a distance. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we so we had this wedding to do. And it's actually um, a former intern of mine, a worship intern here at VBC, Paul Bolin. Shout out! Congrats, he, buddy. He married uh, the love of his life, Elspeth, and uh, it was a beautiful ceremony. I, I got to preside over. Uh, my daughter Hazel was the flower girl, Aww. so that was kind of the reason why we took a trip. And we thought, hey, let's ma- there's so many cool things to see on the way there. Yep. So let's just take a let's take a, a some extended time. We've never been gone this long as a family. We we're gone for ten days, and we I think we logged over like 2,500 miles. And just Wild. just we went to five different states. Um, we saw you know everything from the Grand Canyon to. The, the snowy mountains of Durango to, you know, uh, the slot canyons on the Navajo Reservation. Yeah. And, I mean, it just was Monument Valley. It was crazy. We we, we did really good. My dad came with us. Kind of, he, like, was our support vehicle. And then, you know, the ki- the kids would kind of swap out riding his car. And um, and so that added just a fun element to it. And he, really he cool. helped out with the kids. And it was great. So, but um, definitely went a little hard, like you, I do. You paid the price. Yeah, went hard, yep. <laughs> and I'm paying, paying yep. for it now. Um, so, but you know what? I, I was reminded by the Lord yesterday that He's still good, and that there's a lot of people who have it a lot worse than I do. It's true. And so, a little bit of perspective and 
a little bit of putting on the big boy britches and just battling through and doing what I got to do. So it's great to be here with you guys today. Hopefully uh, you keep your distance. (laughs) (laughs) I sure will. Uh, (laughs) And yeah, you know, if you're listening and you're dealing with health ailments or sickness or someone in your family is, or if you know someone who's been impacted by the flooding and just some of that stuff going on, just know that the pastors and elders have been praying for y'all and will continue to do so. Yeah. And, and, and feel free to reach out. You know, we've, we've got different ways for you to communicate prayer requests and we would love to, to be lifting you up. So let us know. And put your name down so you can follow up with you and check in. Yep. That's right. And, Cause we don't always know. I mean, we, we, we do the best we can as a church staff pastors and elders to keep our finger on the pulse of what's happening with all of you guys, but it's easy for, um, for us to miss things. Yep. So don't, don't be afraid to, to reach out. Folly through the crackies, right? The people fall through the cracks oh my and, goodness. and don't it's do hard. It. Don't help do that. us help you. Yeah. <laughs> help yourself. Hey, anyways, we're in the book of Luke on Sunday mornings at VBC. Isn't that right, gentlemen? Yes. It yep. It is the Christmas series that became a non-Christmas series. It's a Christmas series that's just going to continue for... It's going to extend. People are shocked that Luke, Luke continues past the birth story. Yep. It doesn't stop there. That's amazing. Yeah. And it was really, really, uh, I thought, pretty clever how you guys changed the, the series graphic to, like that. to have like a Christmassy that. feel to like a, just a, a, a generic, beautiful, awesome Well, this, there's going to be multiple graphics, <gasps> yeah. to my knowledge, throughout the course of the series. Because we're and doing so, like in volumes. To some degree. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's it, we'll have different breaks because obviously going through, Luke is the biggest book, you know what I mean? And it's there is so much content and there's so much stuff to dive into. And so we'll have little breaks throughout. But even just the way the book is structured, we'll have this ability to, you know, just kind of have heightened focus on certain things while still maintaining the title of, of glimpses of glory. That throughout it, we get to see these 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 revelations of who God is through his son, Jesus. Yeah. Amen. And if you think about it, really, what's the point of any visual aid in church, you know, in, in worship? It's to point your focus, right? And so as the as the gospel progresses and we see Jesus going from being born to now he's beginning his ministry is going to start healing, which is why that graphic is now him healing a man. Mm -hmm. Then it'll go towards his road to Jerusalem and preaching the temples and all those things. So yeah, hopefully that Mm -hmm. those visual changes, I'm glad you noticed that. That's fun. Well, I'm excited. You know, I I can't remember. I've been here since 2003. I can't remember the last time we we went through a whole entire gospel. Yep. No, it's it. I don't, I don't (laughs) think in the last 15 years we've done this, um, if not longer. And so again, it's a, it's a big commitment in terms of the time that's going to be spent on it, we're going to, we'll be in it for at least a year and a half, if not longer. Um, but it's worthwhile y'all I've been, it's been so exciting, you know, dividing up the different sections of this, of this book and mm-hmm. seeing the way it flows and then seeing the themes emerge. Um, man, I, I'm just, I'm thrilled with it. Yeah. And, and I think it is so beneficial to do this every once in a while, because um, you guys know we, we tend to spend a lot of time in the epistles and, it's very applicable and direct, you know, if you want to be, live as a Christian in the new covenant, this is how you do it, you know, and there's a lot of instructions there for us. And so that is really helpful, obviously, as a church in, in the world to, to know how to function and how to exist. Um, but man, going through the gospels every once in a while to remind yourselves of just who Jesus is. And mm-hmm. especially, I told you this yesterday, Charlie, but just the reminder of Luke's process, you know, he wasn't just writing down stories as they came. He's going and interviewing people. It's really like an investigative journaling process. And so you hear things that on face value can be more narrative. Like today's an example of, as we're going to talk about on the podcast, as 
Dan dies in the background um, <laughs> of a text that that on face value is a bit more narrative and and seems less applicable. But then as you dig into it, man, they just continue to point towards, like you said, the glory of Jesus. Yeah. Well, and, and that's one of the things, especially in the infancy narratives of both John and Jesus. Um, and, and really, when you see Jesus go into his, even John's ministry, when he starts his ministry, which we'll see in a few weeks, when you look at at Jesus's ministry and what what he's doing, who he spends his time with, all that kind of stuff, um, there really is this this generalized sense of he is coming for those that expect him, and those that expect him are the ones who recognize their need for him, you know, and and you know Jesus Jesus says later um, that it's not for the, the, it, you know, the doctor doesn't come to the one who is well, right. Or who, who perceives themselves as well. He comes to the sick. So Dan, that should be very encouraging to you no, <laughs> in your great. sickness. No, but, but you know what I mean? Like you, you, with Zechariah and Elizabeth, with, um, with, with here, Simeon and Anna, with, uh, even Mary and Joseph, these, these are faithful Jews who recognize the promises of God. And even though God has not communicated through a prophet in the last 400 years, there's still an expectation that God is going to come through on his promises. And so these are the ones that God chooses to fulfill through, to, to, to operate through and to continue to reveal through and, and ultimately save. You know what I mean? Like it's just this beautiful picture of what I want my heart to look like. I, I want to have that expectant hope that we have a God who will come through. Well, it's a, and, and it's it's that idea that we, we talk a lot, a lot of times at Christmas, uh, you know, not to go back to it, but it's like, pre- let every heart prepare him room. Yep. And Nathan talked about on Sunday, just how Jesus came to his own and his own did not receive yep. him. And that's just something I've been thinking about since Sunday is like, man, I just, I don't want to be in that camp ever. Like I don't want in any part of my life to, to reject Jesus as Messiah as savior, as King, I want to be able to just live. And obviously, you know, I think, I don't know what you you guys think about this. I think you can receive him as King and savior at that moment when you first put your faith in him. Right. And, and you can for the forgiveness of your sins and receive eternal life, but then you can live in these different moments or, or you can choose to, to, to close off to him, you know, you can choose to, to turn away from him. And well, it's just, it's just like any other relationship, right? Like yep. if, if I kind of turn my heart away from my kids, you know what I mean? Then th- there's going to be consequences to that. You know You're what I mean? still their dad, I'm still their dad, but, but there's a, there's a closed off. Yep. Or if the kids turn their hearts against me, right? Like then they're not. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it's because we are created to be relational beings and, and the primary relationship is between us and God. Yes, we are going to have that inclination because of sin to, you know, maybe view him as savior, but not as Lord. You know what I mean? Like I kind of want to keep doing my own thing here um, or even viewing him as, as Lord, but not as savior. And so we continue to, to kind of beat around that same bush over and over and over again, because we don't recognize the fullness <clears throat> of what he's provided. So I hear you, Dan. I, I think we have that, that tendency, but yeah, we, we, the nice thing is, is he's committed to our growth, right? Mm. Amen. Yeah, and it always will be growth because at the end of the day, I think for most people, when they're in that zone you're describing, really at the bottom of it, it's something else is in their life, you know, that 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 is more precious to their heart than Jesus as mm-hmm. Lord or Savior, you know. 
Um, and I think we all have been tempted with that in various ways throughout our lives. And like you said, because we're human and Satan's working hard against us, that'll always be the case. But praise God for his faithfulness in that yep. way and just his gentleness to help us along in that process of, of abiding. So, you know, as we're thinking about that, we're in Luke 2 now coming out of that birth narrative from Christmas and um, Jesus has been born and he's been circumcised. He's eight days old, right? Eight days old, circumcised, and he's presented at the temple and some amazing things happen. Um, two people who were there witnessing <coughs> this happen, um, the Holy Spirit comes upon them. And they speak words about this baby Jesus and not just like, oh, look at how great he is, but pretty specific things about who he is and what he has come to do for humanity, you know, and ultimately pointing towards him as savior and, and redeemer, um, but even pointing towards what he's going to do in our social lives, some of the cultural implications of following Jesus. Um, so we'll dig into that a little bit today. The first of which is Simeon. Well, yeah. And I, and, and just, just a note, which, which Nathan did a great job with this, but this is the first um, specific, you know, utterance of the universality of Jesus's work, of what he's going to accomplish. That it's not merely the Jews who are receiving their Messiah, receiving their King from the line of David. But he says, right? He says, you know, <laughs> I love Simeon's attitude. He's like, I'm ready to come home. I'm ready to ready to leave this this earth because you have allowed me to see your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. That it's that it's not just about Israel. You know what I mean? That God has something so much bigger in mind, which is wild to me that even when you get to Acts. They still don't totally get that. You know what I mean? They still, when the when the word starts going out to the Gentiles, there's this whole circumcision party, this whole group of of law abiding Jews who who are also Christians who are like, no, 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 you you, you can't meet with the Gentiles. What do you, you yeah. know what I mean? It takes forever for it to to really start to to have the impact that that Jesus intended it to have. Yeah, I think that as we read this today, we don't understand just how profound that kind of statement is, mm -hmm. you know, because we're used to this in today's society. But man, for the Jews of that day, hearing these words, it is like, what did you just say? You know, even to the degree, to the, the, the degree sorry, that some of them would say, how dare you say that kind of thing, yep. you know? Yep. Um, but on Monday, as we're going through the implications of the Holy Spirit, you know, and Holy Spirit baptism, man, Example after example of it being clear. No, no, no. This is for all people, yep. you know? And then the response, I love in one of those, I think in Acts 11, the response from that party, the circumcision party, after they hear, basically the claim from Peter is not just, hey, this is for all people. He basically says, are you going to stand in the way of God? Yep. You know, this is God's plan. Are you going to get in God's way? And they shut up and they said, okay, glory to God. It's yeah, fine. Well, yeah. It's <laughs> not it's just usually, shutting up. They, they have that complete change of heart of, oh, this is for all yeah. people. Yep. Usually a good idea not to stand in God's way. It doesn't it's, usually yeah, go well. No, no. Uh, you, you know, something that was really striking to me on Sunday is just that this idea of the, the consolation of Israel. And I was hoping we can kind of talk about it a little bit because there... I think it's just very descriptive of, of who Jesus is. And, and really, especially as we experience the life of Jesus now in this new covenant by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, I think it's really, really profound. Um, I, I was looking at the Greek for that, that word consolation. Do you guys know what it is? Have you, have I don't you guys know. looked it up? So it's the, um, it's, it's paraclesis or, or paraclete, which, um, is a lot of, is connected to the, the work of the, of the Holy Spirit and, and how the Holy Spirit, um, basically reveals the life of Jesus and helps, helps us understand in a real way, 
what Jesus is like. And it's, I just, I don't know. I was thinking, I was thinking about like even just, uh, how it's used in the new Testament, right? It's, it's talked about, um, that there's this like cheering, there's this support, there's this joy, gladness, there's a, there's a, a comfort, um, an encouragement and enjoyment whenever it's used in the new Testament, this, this, you know, it's always not always translated, uh, consolation, yep. but just when that term is used, there's, man, there's just this, um, it's really, it's a picture of what Jesus came to be. You know, even you think about in Christmas time, we look at Isaiah nine, right? Um, wonderful counselor, everlasting father, Prince of peace, mighty God, you know, this, this, um, um, this comfort, this longing that, that the people of Israel have been, have had and, and been waiting for, like Jesus is fulfilling that. And, and I think it's just really cool too, because, uh, Luke makes it very clear in the, in, in chapter two, that these interactions that he's going to describe are Holy spirit prompted Led things. Yep. Things. And I was hoping we can kind of talk about that a little bit. Like, you know, um, have you guys ever had that experience where, where the Holy spirit prompted you to go talk to somebody, whether it's like something he put on your heart specifically, Hey, go, go tell somebody this. Um, or, or it's just like, Hey, that, that person I'm, I'm feeling pulled to and, and I'm just going to go ask them if I can pray for them or yeah, check I, in I, with them. Like, what do, what do you guys think? I mean, cause I, cause when I read this or when I heard Nate talking through it, um, to me, that's something that, that I feel like we could zero in and, and, and think about in terms of application because it's really easy. I don't know. I think it would have been easy for, for these two people to, to basically ignore the prompting of the Holy spirit because <laughs> yep. Holy spirit's never going to force us to do something. Yep. Right. And what would have happened if they did that? Right. You know, what, what, what amazing things would they have missed out on? I totally. don't know. Yeah. Can we just like, I think it'd be cool to get into it. Yeah. And I, I just don't think I, I, cause I'm thinking about it like instances in my life when there's absolutely, absolutely been those things where it's just like, I see somebody and there's that inclination to go pray for them. You know what I mean? That inclination to go check in with them, that, that kind of stuff. Um, and, and especially for me when I'm teaching, you know what I mean? I'll have, I'll have studied, I'll have prayed, I'll have been seeking the spirit's guidance and illuminating the word. You know what I mean? As I'm doing that. And then when I'm up teaching, something will come to mind that, that isn't necessarily something I prepared or planned for. You know what I mean? And, and it's just this, there's this, but, but I think what I want to be clear on is that it's not like this magical experience, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like this, Oh, you know, it's just, as you walk in step with the spirit, you're going to be led by the spirit. You know what I mean? And so, and so we can have that anticipation that you, you know, see somebody you haven't seen for a while or somebody, you, you have a dream one night about somebody and it's there on your heart all of a sudden, you know, saying, man, I'm going to just in, in line with my, my life with Christ. It means to reach out. It means to just, you know, love on them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think, I mean, there's absolutely an element where there is clear and direct, um, conviction or, or, or direction from the Holy spirit in our lives. Right. Yeah. I think more common and especially, I mean, in my life, this is true. Um, I mean, it makes sense if you just think about what the work of the Holy spirit is, right. It's to make us more and more like Jesus to glorify him. 
And so I think as we are abiding in the Holy Spirit and being filled with the Holy Spirit, it's more and more natural for us to respond to things like Jesus would respond to him, mm. you know? So hundred percent, I've absolutely had those moments where I just felt like out of nowhere, kind of more of just a conviction. I need to go help that person, you know? I trust that's the Holy Spirit working. I've had a lot of other times where it wasn't that way, but it's just a natural response for me that I wouldn't have had earlier in my life. Oh, I need to pray for this person. I need to talk yeah, to them. It's right more now. like a like a holistic, accumulative effect of the yeah. spirit. Oh, oh, well, yeah. And I think it's the I think it's the consequence of the Holy Spirit developing my heart, hopefully to become more like Jesus is. It's just mm-hmm. a natural thing, right? Which I think is is what is being communicated with like Simeon here, right? Like what does it say about him? <clears throat> this man was righteous and devout. And within that righteousness and and devout kind of living, it prompted him to wait for the consolation of Israel, wait for that help, for that joyful, you know, um, um, revelation of what God's going to do. So he's living with that worldview. Like it's a, he's living with that expectancy. Exactly. Yeah. And and within that, yes, you're you're going to have, you know, for him, the Holy Spirit was was upon him, leading him. For us, because the new covenant, the Holy Spirit's in us. You know what I mean? Like leading us, guiding us. And and so I think that it's it's an, a natural thing for him to experience, and especially when you look at like Anna, which I know we're not there yet, but she's a prophetess. You know what I mean? She's devout. She's she's centered, but she hears things from God and communicates those things. You know what I mean? And that is by by means of the Holy Spirit for sure. Yeah. No, but I love that, and and even in just kind of your the process you're describing, Dan of you know, the paraclesis and using Jesus, the Holy Spirit as our comforter, that same title is given to Jesus, you mm-hmm. know, and the consolation of Israel. I mean, this dates back to the Old Testament and it was a title, it was a commonplace title for Jews of the Messiah. And it makes sense if you know the history of Israel, they've been through much, you know, they've been through much suffering. And so when people would say consolation of Israel, or which probably comes from Isaiah, it's a clear reference, the Messiah. They know exactly what you're talking about. And when you think about the Holy Spirit bringing comfort in our lives, walking in step alongside us, all those things, these are all things that Jesus has come to do, right? Yep. I mean, he's just the replacement for Jesus. Jesus said that about himself. He said, I'm going to leave and my replacement, my helper is going to do these things in your life. All that to say, um, I think that's one takeaway from today is just, are you are you in step with the Spirit? Because I, you, you asked this question, Dan, what would have happened if you just ignored the Holy Spirit, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think about it like... I'm not, I'm trying to, maybe there is, and I just can't think of it, but people who the Holy Spirit came upon them and then they didn't do what the Holy Spirit asked them in scripture. I don't know if you can. I think if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you just have to do it. I think if you don't do it, then by definition, you're not filled with the Spirit, right? Yeah, yeah. Can you think think of examples where that happens? I think, but I think you can, because you can quench the Spirit, right? You can, you can grieve the spirit, right? Like, I think the spirit is, is constantly like influencing and, well, and speaking and leading. Am I, am I wrong? Ananias and Sapphira, he said, it's not against me that you've sinned, but against the spirit of the living God. Mm-hmm. Right. He does say that. And so I, I, my guess is that there was probably some spiritual was prompting, prompting yeah. for them to do what everyone else was doing. And yet they defied that. Right. And so I think yeah. that there is, cause I even look just experientially, which is not the authority. Scripture is going to be the authority, but experientially there have definitely been times where in my wrestling of God, you know, what I believe the spirit telling me to go and, and pray for somebody or telling me where I'm like, no, 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 I'm just, I'm just making that up in my own head. And there have been times where I've neglected to do so. Yeah. And that yeah. grieves me because who knows what, what God was going to yeah. accomplish in that, both for me, for that person, whatever it may be. Well, but, and one thing too, I, that I observe, I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying, Sean, just, just about this, this, place of living where we are completely in step and and we're just 
we're walking with the spirit. We're led by the spirit. And if we, if we are really hearing from him on a regular basis, it's probably because we are being obedient and we're, we're not resisting him. There's a pattern. There's a pattern in our life. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, one thing that I think is really clear from, from this account is, and this is hopefully an encouragement to us because maybe, maybe you're listening right now and you're like, yeah, I've done that before. Like, Mm -hmm. and, or maybe there's something in your life right now where you're, you're currently, (laughs) um, in resisting the, the prompting of the spirit in an ongoing way. One of the things I think that's pretty amazing is both parties, um, at least in the, in Simeon's, uh, case basically report like just glorious joyful results from this interaction right so so Simeon gets prompted and led by the Holy Spirit he goes and 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 engages and and shares what God put on his heart and like you said Charlie he's he's like I can die a happy man now I'm ready you know yep. like this is so amazing and um and he's just he's just overjoyed you can tell and then I love in, in verse 33, uh, his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And I just think <clears throat> that was a mutually edifying, beneficial, wondrous, glorious thing for both parties. And so if you are um, resisting the Spirit's prompting in some way, I want to encourage you that that it may be scary <laughs> to go do the thing that he's he's leading you to do. It may be hard, but it's worth it. When when we when we walk in step with the Spirit, we experience just uh, like these kinds of glorious things. Well, yeah, we experience the the fullness of life that God intended when He sent His Son to suffer and die for yeah, the us. The glory of Jesus. Yeah, 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 it's the best. Well, and that's what I'm thinking about in my earlier comments. I'm just looking like Old Testament. Every time it said the Spirit came upon someone or filled them. The consequence every single time is they did something that glorified God or pointed towards Jesus. Yep. You know, every time. And so that's my comment of just, I think that. And if, in those times where they didn't, it didn't go well. Yeah. Like you think about Jonah, you think about, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And in those times, I would say like, they weren't not, they weren't filled with the spirit and saying, no, I'm not going to do it. Is they were resisting being yes. filled with the spirit. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so with us, we're in a unique time now compared to then because we're living in the new covenant. The spirit and is I, dwelling in our hearts. Right. And it's, it's a direct correlation, I think, to just our relationship. We go back to the relationship thing is it's impossible, I think, to maintain a relationship with Jesus and not be abiding with the Holy Spirit yep. and vice versa. You know, it's very easy to ignore the Holy Spirit's implications in your life when you don't care about Jesus as your Savior and yep. Lord, right? Yep. So anyways, all I have to say, just assess your heart, especially heading into the new year, like we talked about last week, just a lot of considerations with your schedule, your routine, all of that noise that Satan will use to prevent you from doing that time investing with your Savior, right? Yeah, we want to behold Jesus. That's why we do the Behold podcast. And, and just nice, to, nice. You like that? To clear up any confusion, too, I, I think sometimes when we talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit, it, it can create a lot of different impressions <laughs> in people's heads, right? Like it, 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 maybe some people are like, oh, that's just wackadoo kinds of stuff. You Gold know what dust. I mean? Like, right? Like, or, or people are, you know, there's just a lot of different ideas around that. And really at the base of it, and there's obviously some other things we can add, but it's just being under the influence of the spirit of God, mm-hmm. like under the influence of the life of Christ. That That's what we're talking about. And listen, 
none of us are our own masters. We're going to be influenced by things. And and man, what we see in scripture and what we see in our experience, there is no better influence than the influence of the life of Christ, of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Wow, it's a mic drop moment. That is a mic drop moment. All right, thanks for joining us, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I just, I'm thinking about that that scenario, you know, where someone is... And especially, I think it's easier to think about this or talk about this if you've been walking with the Lord for a long time. But maybe you're someone who isn't that. Maybe you're, it's pretty recent in your life, and you're being told from us, "Hey, don't don't ignore the Spirit's prompting." You know. So, what are some ways to know that it is the Spirit's prompting? You know, how does someone parse that out? Of oh, this is this is the Holy Spirit guiding me versus my own feelings, my own thoughts. And one of the things Charlie has a thing, but one of the things I'm just going to throw out there is going back to what the Holy Spirit's role is in scripture historically, and then what Jesus says he's going to do in our lives. And then what you see in Romans is those things that you feel prompted to do will always, always, always line up with God's commandments to us and, and with the goal of bringing glory to Jesus. Yep. Yeah. You always test it against scripture. Always. Mm-hmm. And and then and then you also test the results of, of what you've done. You know what I mean? If you have followed what you believe is the prompting and guiding of the Holy Spirit to go do something, what's the fruit of the Holy Spirit? It's going to, when we live in step with the Spirit, it's going to produce, not just for us, but for the people that that we are, are ministering to, caring for, serving, whatever it may be, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, right? Like Amen. these things are going to be on display. Mm-hmm. And so if it's not producing those things... Mm-hmm. Then, then something's off. You well, know and, I mean? and and you, there's like a little proof, a proof of it with Simeon and and, right? and Anna. Yep. That they, what did they do? They pointed, they pointed at Jesus as Messiah. Yep. They acknowledged him, and what did it produce? You know, it, it was edifying. For, yep. Yeah. Super joyful, super. So for those of you young guys who are like, well, God told me that this girl's supposed to marry me. That's what the Spirit told me. Stop doing that. Cut it out. You guys can't hear it. I'm muting my mic. <laughs> I, don't know, I was, I was, I, I was saying I was something. I wasn't talking you. to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's funny because I'm <laughs> coughing. Dan my just had out. a coughing fit in the other room. I was and... wondering if you guys could hear it when I'm muting my mic. I couldn't hear it. I oh, could hear it okay. going away, but yeah. And, and I know that you know. Upon hearing that, some of you might say, or from from Dan, yeah. Except I, I'm probably not going to wake up tomorrow and start prophesying about everything the Savior is going to do tomorrow, right? The beauty of that is. You don't have to. You have God's word. You already have the finished work of Jesus and you can share all these same things with those around you about and point towards him. So, man, amen to God for that. Yeah. We kind of, we spent a lot of time talking about Simeon and not as much time talking about Anna. Is it Anna or Anna? uh, Anna's from Frozen. Anna's from the Bible. No, I'm not not sure. But I do think Simeon is the focal point of this. More time is given to him. You know what I mean? And I think Anna is just observing what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so now it's not just for Mary and Joseph. She's running around going, guess what? Guess what? You know what I mean? Like she just saw that interaction. That's my interpretation of what's going on there. But isn't that also true? Like if someone comes up to me and they're like, hey, I just felt, you know, compelled by God's spirit to come and pray for you. Mm-hmm. And they pray for me and I, and it meets me, you know what I mean, where I'm at. And God offers compassion and comfort to me through that process. And then I can go and share that with other people, right? Like it's, it is, it is that whole rollout kind of thing. It just continues on. And I think that that's the picture here, right? Is that Simeon's faithful, he delivers this message 
Anna hears, oh, this is what's going on. The Savior's it here. It the, yeah, it, and then wants yeah. to make sure it, it, is, it is spread far and wide. That's cool. Yeah. And, and I mean, I know Nate pointed this out, but just God's intentionality with making these events all happen is, again, in Jewish culture, if you want to make a claim like this or you're settling a dispute, you have to have two or three witnesses mm-hmm. to these things. And God provides. You know, a yep. second witness. But also, again, with Anna, you see your Anna, whoever you're, whoever, whichever camp you're in, you know, you see the same thing in Simeon's heart that you see in Anna's heart is this wasn't just some stranger that walks in and then makes this claim. No, this was somebody who was already practically living in the temple, just yep. fasting and praying all day long. Clearly someone who who loves God and, and is already waiting for what he's going to do, right? And then God uses it, her. Same thing he did with Simeon, someone who already had that heart. God use them. So again, where's your heart at? You know, you can't expect to be absolutely consumed with your job and politics and all the things around your workplace and then expect God to do mighty things in your life if you're not paying attention to him, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's good. That's good, guys. Well, I think I think we I think, I think we, we nailed, nailed it. it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah. good. <laughs> We can't keep going before Dan just dies. The poor guy. You guys, I'm I'm right as rain. <laughs> I'm right as rain. <laughs> what is uh what, what does Doc Holiday say? Yeah, I'm right as the mail yeah. from from Tombstone. Right. And I'm your huck- I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> he's a lunger. He's dying from TB. Yep. That's great. Great film. <laughs> Wow, this is our sign we should we should sign off. Hey, we hope that you're encouraged. Maybe you'll you'll take two minutes right now to just pray and mm-hmm. just be still and just look at your life, you know? Because seriously, how are you beholding Jesus in your life right now before all this stuff, before the Holy Spirit working in your life, before you being bold in your workplace, all those things, just how are you loving Jesus in your heart, you know? Mm-hmm. And then expect all those things that come from that uh, in your life. Looking forward to you joining us as we move on in Luke. We're, we're continuing this process. A little bit of a time jump. It's going to be 12 years old this coming Sunday. We're looking forward to that uh, with you at the Crossing Campus, and the ultimate will be one week ahead of that. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Peace out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes of Behold. If you would like more information about Valley Bible Church or if you'd like resources from this episode, go ahead and check out vbc.online forward slash behold. Catch you guys next week. Online forward slash behold. Catch you guys next week.